You realize we spend a third of our life sleeping? I know, stuck in traffic was a good guess, too. But now that you know you sleep so much, why aren't you sleeping on the most comfortable mattress arguably made in America? A brand new iComfort Eco by Serta. It's supportive and designed to keep you cool, comfortable, and feeling restored. Or check out Serta's perfect sleeper for pressure-relieving comfort and support while maintaining a balanced temperature. Serta mattresses made right here in Michigan, and they have been for over 110 years. Go to Serta.com. Find a retailer near you. That's Serta.com. Hungry Howie's knows there's nothing better than pepperoni pizza, but the question is, which pepperoni reigns supreme? Now, you got the crispy, classic cupped pepperoni, you know, the satellite dishes. Big fan. But why choose one when you get both? They got a pepperoni duo coming up. See, this is more up my alley right here. Pepperoni duo, you're getting the classic cup pepperoni plus the original plus 100% real cheese, unlike a lot of these other places around town. Get a large pepperoni duo, $9.99, only at Hungry Howie's. All right, ready to roll. It is Cash the Ticket, week seven. One of the best cards of college football you might see all year. I'm amped. I'm ready. We're going to have a great weekend. We're going to make great picks. Life is great. Let's go. I- I'm pumped, dude. I'm ready. This is the weekend in college football. I know you got rivalries at the end of the year, but I want to give people this note. This is just the second time in the history of college football that we get four matchups, three matchups of teams 5-0 and or better on the same day. Second time since 1993. It's We're talking premium. in my lifetime. This is one of those epic weekends. So, I mean, we got four games I consider A-plus matchups. Yeah, it's premium. Yeah, it's and awesome. And yet we're still going to find ourselves on some ratty games. A uh, couple of notes for you. Uh, you guys are killing it. Downloads and subscriptions. We do appreciate it. Reviews. So, we're tinkering with a mailbag idea. But mm-hmm. I want you to know, the Apple reviews, um, I want to answer one question here. because No, no, seriously, because I take this serious, and I want people to understand so um, let me pull let me pull up the guy's name. What the hell? I mean, we may as well give him some shine here. No one uses the real name on it. <laughs> um, so we go to the reviews and we pull up. <laughs> it's just, it, it, but I'm happy you want to address it because I do, I do, I do. Well, first of all, I want I want to shout out Jaguar Beam who says, "Well, if you blindly follow their picks, it's trash the ticket, not cash the ticket." Collegially, you're right. NFL, you're you are wrong, listening but... to the trash episode today. Congratulations. And, and you know the key, entertaining, and that's all I care about. Um, I want to do this, though. Uh, where is it? A gentleman? It's, oh, two notes. Hmm. We do not place the commercials, guys. Yeah. I'm reading a lot of reviews where, hey, the audio is too. Guys, it is being addressed with corporate. We don't place those. I can tell you our levels, the audio we're giving you, is fully produced in a real radio studio. Evan does a killer job. I know it's a problem. I'm sorry if you've broken your speakers. <laughs> Etc. Here it is. This is from Chiba Dog. Solid show. I enjoy the show. We'll continue to listen. But does anyone notice the lines are never the same as the one I get? I listen as soon as it drops, and the line is seemingly always a half point off towards the side they pick. Okay. That's not totally true. But I, say, I would love more half points. I want, I want you to understand something. We are signed a, Arkansas. No, we are we are presented by FanDuel. The lines we use are FanDuel lines, and when we record. You have heard me multiple times tell you, this is the time of taping. I don't do that to show you how early we're at work, <laughs> even though I do afternoon drive. What we can't control, and I, guys, if there's a better mechanism to do this, you need to tell us. But here's what you need to do. Yes, we are a FanDuel show. I don't know if this will get me in trouble for saying it. I don't really care. My point is, you should have multiple 
books on your phone. We would obviously love for it to be FanDuel. They present the show. It is the app I bet with all the time. I give you the FanDuel number. Jim, for instance, this is time of taping, 10.50 in the morning on Wednesday. We're taping it, ready to roll. Jim's final thing before we took the air, go to FanDuel, check the odds. That's what we go with. We don't play games. We don't do any goofy shit. Um, Guys, I know it sucks there's a 24-hour lag. I don't know a better way to do it. The only better way would be to go live minutes before kickoff for every single game, and that's just not how this is going to work. No, 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 not yet. (laughs) I know long-term what I want to do with this, and I'm serious about it. If we can get the people, if we can get these downloads 2x, 3x where we're at, I'm actually down to do a live college game day show Saturday morning. We can either do it from here. We can do it from my home studio. We can make it work. And then you add the video component. People can join us. We could create a discord. Live and go betting. Away. Right. Which you had just talked about yeah. before we started this deal. Yeah. Live betting is we are all in on that. Yeah, guys, I have a lot of things we want to do with this. We have a lot of things we want to do with this pod. This is just literally this thing didn't exist two months ago. So, like, give it some time. You guys are crushing it. We're up every week. Um, first month of the podcast, we did north of a quarter of a million downloads. Um, it's fabulous. You guys are killing it. We appreciate it. But understand, these are FanDuel lines. These are time of taping. And there's no bullshit. Well, and again, if we're padding our record, we're not doing a very good job. Just a quick recap on the season. Mike, you went 3-3-1 three, three, and one last week. I didn't suck. 23-32-2 on the season. I suck. I went 1-4-1 one, one last week. You suck. I really suck. 24-38-1 on the season. Let's make it a better week this week. It's going to be a great week because it's going to be great football, and i got to be honest, um, it's kind of weekend I'd pay to watch football. So screw it. I-, I love my card. Let's party. Straight up. I'm not focusing on negative. I don't want to do it. All right, let's get to the board presented by FanDuel, America's number one sports book. Uh, and all of these lines are FanDuel lines. Uh, what Wednesday morning here. Let's cook. Number five, Michigan, laying six and a half, hosting. Number 10, Penn State. Of course, it's big noon on Fox because they're the Michigan Network. It'll be that fanboy, Gus Johnson, and Joel Klatt on the call. First game between these two is unbeaten since 1997. <sighs> this kills me. I started the week really wanting to bet Penn State. And now I get to the, the, mom- the moment of truth. I don't know that I can do it. Go ahead. I'll let you lead because you no, have a stronger I, opinion. We, we brought up the James Franklin stat that we were going to give people later in the week. Here it is. Against ranked teams, he's 11 and 20. That's not good. Against top 10 teams, he's 2 and 13. Nine straight losses. How about in true road games? 0 oh and 7. 2 and 5 against the spread. The last two times he played at Michigan, with Michigan ranked in the top 10, they lost by a combined score 91 to 17. Neither oh, game was close. Sends a chill up your spine. So if you're betting James Franklin on the road here, just understand what you're doing. I will not do that. I'll bet Michigan. It's under a touchdown. You're looking good this season. I'll back him. There's also a little bit of reverse line movement, which makes me feel good. But I think Michigan, top five in sacks, that elite ground game, more of a playmaker at quarterback. SP Plus says it's a 12-point Michigan win. Fly directly into it. Take them. I think what's interesting, too, you know, we can talk about, like I said earlier in the week, and I do, I think I, I love the talent in Penn State secondary, and yet they give up a decent amount of yards. And I think they got a pair of really good defensive ends. The running backs are studs. Penn State is still a young team on the road. Here's the one thing I question. 
I do wonder about Michigan and the 96th ranked schedule mm-hmm. and how much false equity we've put into them. Look, they might be the business. I will tell you openly, we've spent a lot of time talking about how this is a chaos year in college football. Um, I think Ohio State's the best team in America. That's my thought. It doesn't mean it's true. But I will tell you, if you ask me right now, can Michigan win a national title? I can't say no. I can't say yes because they haven't played anybody. But my point is, playing Penn State this week becomes the proving ground. And they're one impressive performance away from being in that conversation, I think. Well, and here's the game. We could say Michigan's inflated based on their schedule. Fine. You could say that about a lot of teams this time of year. And I would argue Penn State's inflated as a top 10 team. They struggled with CMU and Northwestern. But the Northwestern result, let's be fair, that was in the middle of a monsoon. Fine. They're the only Big Ten teams that are worse on third down are Northwestern, Iowa, and Rutgers. And you got to go on the road, and you're not going to convert a good amount of third downs. Sean Clifford, he, there I mean, is. For, for the number of years he's been there, he's orchestrating an offense that hasn't been clicking this season. Yeah. Yeah. And you know what? Full disclosure. I, I, I said this on the Monday show. Um, I don't allow myself to bet against Michigan generally because okay. I hate their guts. So for me, it's better if I just stay away. I don't want to lay a touchdown, though. Do I think they win? I do. But, man, they just hang. God damn you, Fandle. They just hang that seven out there. I got you a dollar. Well, it's six and a half. It's seven right now as I look at it. Is it six and a half on Fandle? Well, when I checked right before the show, okay. it was six and a half. Check right here. You ready? Oh, boy. Oh, what was it? Care Bear 20 or whatever the hell this guy's name was or, or Chiba Pet? Listen, live. Six and a half. I'm looking at it, people. All right. I'm so I'm playing, I'm playing Michigan six and a half. All right, let's move on to the next game. This next one, I don't know how we can attack this one. It is the game of the weekend. Number three, Alabama, minus seven flat at number six, Tennessee. Neyland's going to be rocking. What do we do? Like, to me, this is an oversimplification. If Bryce Young plays, I'm playing Bama. If he doesn't play, then I'd play Tennessee. It's an oversimplification. It is. You want a little more nuance? What no, do you have? No, I mean, last week I wrote a novella about Alabama and all the stats and all the trends, and none of it mattered. It just didn't matter. I I have a big problem here. A, I'm hyped for the game. I mean, this is 3.30 on CBS. It's SEC. I just, I wish they'd parachute Vern Lundquist in and, and <laughs> be let, great. Him, let him call the game. Legend. But first of all, the Bryce Young thing, I thought they'd be okay without him. I thought they'd be able to ground and pound. They couldn't against A&M. Tennessee, I got to see if Cedric Tillman, the stud wide receiver, is back. I think he is. He was limited to practice last week. He had that tightrope surgery on the ankle. Um, I, he'll be back. That's a big help for them. And then their left tackle, Mincy, who might be their best O-lineman, he should be back, but we don't have that. You're factoring in Nick Saban. They're laying a flat seven. I just have concerns about their secondary, and I never say that at Alabama. I never do. Their secondary, Jim, it's not good. There's no other way to put it. How about this? It's good, but not by Bama standards. No, it's it's not by Bama standards. Tennessee's secondary is worse. I just don't know if they can capitalize if Milne's the quarterback. Well, well Milrow? Yeah, Milrow, yeah. Well, Brian Milne is back? <laughs> um, no, I mean, look, Milrow's young. He's inexperienced. It's clear his feet are the weapon. He was worse passing the ball than I expected. I didn't expect him to fumble three times, but uh, I digress. Yeah, Jim, this is something where we might do an emergency pod on. I think maybe this is something we release late if more gets uncovered. It's Wednesday morning. I can't sit here. I, I made the mistake last week. I bet Bama assuming things. No, seriously. And I, I got burned. They were never going to cover in that game. The turnovers, the missed kicks. 
Am I ready to take seven, Tennessee, and go, show me Tillman's in, show me Mincy's in, show me the – look, if, if Bryce Young doesn't play, I don't know how you don't play Tennessee with the seven. The what, and, and, again, Bam on the road. Now, I know. They right. went on the road to Arkansas. No disrespect to your, no, your that, Piggly Wigglies. Be disrespectful, terrible. yep. When they went to Texas, what did they do? This is not going to be a friendly environment. This is going to be an orange out at 3.30. Mm-hmm. It's a Tennessee lean for me. I've leaned Tennessee all week. I'm not ready to pull the trigger. I have a little bit of Bama PTSD. I keep refreshing, hoping to hear Bryce Young's playing, because then I would gobble it up immediately. Immediately. We just don't know, so we'll move on. Go to the next one. TCU, number 13 in the country. This is the battle for the Big 12. Minus three and a half as they host number eight, Oklahoma State, 330 ABC. What do you want from me? You want to talk about a coin flip game? Yeah. You're looking at it. These are two of the best offenses in America. Uh, You guys know I've been on the TCU train all year. Quentin Johnson, my God, with the 12th pick in the NFL draft, (laughs) some team selects Quentin Johnson. I mean, the receivers are awesome. Duggan's a great story about a kid who didn't transfer, a kid who could have quit, could have left, didn't, got the job back. Um, The other thing with TCU, explosiveness. I think they rank number 16 in the country in explosive plays. But here's your problem. It's it's three and a half. Mm -hmm. I don't like Spencer Sanders. But I don't want to lay a field goal in a game that could easily be 38-35 final. It's going to be back and forth. It's going to be exciting. Um, the total is almost 70. I don't want to get into that business. I, I, I lean TCU, but as long as that number's north of three, I can't do it. And maybe and this is bias. Guys, you could say, well, listen, jerk, if you don't want to lay three and a half, it means you should love the dog. I don't. The Spencer Sanders thing, he's yet to go full Spencer Sanders. And there's going to be a game. He's going to turn this thing over four or five times. Okie State is a team I just stay away from. So it's a lean on TCU, but I'm not, I'm not going to play it. This, You know what this is? If I'm sitting home Saturday, 3.30 ABC, touchdown Oklahoma State, they get another kick return or whatever it is, and let's say it's 14-7 Okie State, and I get TCU uh, getting two and a half, getting three, whatever it is, maybe live. But I'm, I'm not going to make this an official play. I, I think the minute that line went north of three, I had to show discipline. Discipline, Mike, is in the building. All right, it's, you talk 50-50 game. SP Plus says it's quite literally 50-50. So I'm not full of shit. No, no, they think it's going to be 31-31, which is impossible. So you have to then take the points. And that's where I'm at on this. Oklahoma State showed me something when they went down to Baylor and won that game. Right, I was skeptical going into the season. I needed to see them do it. They did it. Yeah. And they did it. They manhandled them. In large part because these super seniors on their defensive line, they're one of the beneficiaries, they were a year ago and this year, of the six-year senior. So that front generated seven TFLs against Baylor. That's a good offensive line in Baylor. Mm -hmm. They got 10 a game. That's how you get in and disrupt TCU and make it third and long. So I like them wreaking havoc on the road. They got a playmaker at quarterback. I'm getting three in a field, uh, three in a hook. I'll take them. Do you think there's any chance either team? Look, TCU has a ground game. TCU has physicality. Running Mm -hmm. back, uh, not... um, Oh, God, what the hell is he? has got a fun last name, and it's escaping me because I'm old. The point is, is there any chance you look at under 68 and a half? It's ballooned up. It's, come on, on the open it was 60. It's 68 and a half. You got planet Earth on the over. Would would there be any scenario you'd look under? You said S&P, S&P Plus has it at, th- at 62. 62 is their total. That's almost a touchdown of value. I'm asking, but this feels. But again, this is one of those games we talk about where quarterbacks push each other, and a game that should be lower ends up getting pushed up with a couple big drives late. And then you're the the guy. Drives is the key. 
there's an element here where both teams can pound the rock. I'm asking. I'm, uh, Oklahoma I'm State to... last year was a better running team when they had Jalen Warren. So yeah. I, I don't know. You know what the sick part is? What? You can you can feel it in my bones. I'm trying to you find a way. T- I want to. You know what it is? And this is where sports betting is so so much fun, provided you do it responsibly. Is like I want to watch this game anyways. Mm-hmm. But the idea of then having a, a, a side, having a stake in a game, I already want to just sit. And, and, and get the proverbial popcorn, you can feel it. I want to bet this goddamn game, but I'm trying so hard to be responsible. I will, st- I will, st- oh God, watch TCU win by 40. My head's going to explode. All right, go ahead. Just keep moving. Wait, one last thing on the game. You mentioned it on the recap. You just said it today. You said Duggan's a great story because he didn't quit. I do want to stick up for these guys that transfer because we saw Joe Burrow transfer. He's not a quitter. No, we I saw know. Kyler Murray transfer. Baker Mayfield, these guys won Heisman trophies, got taken number one. If you transfer, you're not a quitter. No, no. It's a good story for right. Duggan. It's you're a great right. story for Duggan. You are, you are right, and I'm not trying to insult anyone else. It was more like when a Caleb Williams transfers, he's not quitting. He's uber talented. Sure. Nobody would know Max Duggan from a hole in the wall unless you're a college football nerd. Junkie, yeah. He's a kid who came in as a freshman and beat Texas. I've liked him ever since. He's just a hard-nosed, hard-knocking, you know, tough guy quarterback, and he makes these big plays. Now, he's erratic. Yeah, not the most accurate guy in the world, but he, man, he he hit a couple beautiful deep balls at Kansas last week, and he's a kid who multiple times, whether it's coaching changes, whether it's injuries, he could have found his way out. No, he's a great story. Does it concern you at all that they were in a game with Kansas who you didn't think was very good? Um, like does Oklahoma State finish what they couldn't with a backup quarterback? Maybe, and and again, I don't want to I don't want to re adjudicate this. We were texting. I thought the replay officials. (laughs) I mean, what, what it was a joke. Like, what was Bernie Lomax, the replay official? There were multiple Kansas touchdowns that weren't touchdowns. Winner of this game wins the Big 12, true or false? True. Okay. That's, again, what, that's the kind of games we're talking about again, this weekend. And TCU plus 1,800. So, oh. what's that little thing they do? The fans, they put their hands in the little, <laughs> these, the little frog talons. You see them doing it in the crowd and go, what the fuck is this thing? They're like little velociraptors out there. All right, sorry. Go to the next game. All right, game. next game. This is a good one. At night, Tallahassee, Florida. Florida State's plus... Four as they welcome in number four Clemson. All right, official fan duel line. Actually, let me double check. Double it. check. This is a critical issue. I gotta do. We this don't want to give ourselves an extra half point. Care Bear four twenty. This is for you. Come on. It's three and a half. It is three and a half. See, see, Jim. I was Costa. trying to cheat us, fucking scumbag. All right, three and a half. For the record, I'm not trying to cheat anybody because I'm taking Clemson. Well, that that's the lean anyway. Why don't you start with this, and okay. then I will give you my nuanced handicap okay. on this. You you introduced the concept of the gauntlet a week ago, the idea that you play a bunch of big games in a row, and then the last team pops you. Well, Florida State's been getting run through that gauntlet, losing all these games, losing to Wake, losing to NC State. Now they play Clemson the best of the bunch. They're a run-first team, which is great, except, well, Clemson has the best Power 5 run defense. They give up 64 yards a game, 2.2 yards a carry. So that's going to be tough sledding. Home, road, doesn't matter. That travels. And I like the season that DJ Ungalele has. I like the season he's had. He's been one of the best quarterbacks in the ACC this season. The difficulty of throw. I, I like him going on the road and picking up a win here. And winning by more than the, the three and a half. All right. All of that makes sense. Jim, all of it makes sense. You know what doesn't make sense? This line opened up and it was Florida State getting four. Everything you said makes sense. And I know it doesn't always work out, clearly, but this is a return to basics for me. This is something where it's like, all right, the line looks fishy. There is a ginormous 
money differential on this game. 20% of the tickets make up, excuse me, 19% of the tickets make up 54% of the money on Florida State. I'm getting the home dog. I can't make sense of it. And let's be fair, Clemson's had their own gauntlet here. It's you true. Know, There's Clemson, been kind of a round robin in the ACC. It, 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 but you know what? This is what, well, this, uh, before they ruin it all, this is what makes college football great. You know, Clemson had the big showdown against Wake, had to win the double OT game, come back. You play this big home night game, NC State meat grinder game. Mm-hmm. NC State's offense, no bueno. But the defense, they were hitting out there. This is also now your reward is to go on the road again. You'll have a sellout. Florida State has lost two in a row. I could argue they should have won them both. The Wake Forest game was a cavalcade. Mike Norvell showed up in a clown car mm-hmm. with the mistakes they made. And last week, Dylan Travis, uh, Jordan Travis. Yes. I always call him Dylan Travis. Jordan Travis throws a pick in the end zone when they're in field goal range to win the game. Look, I don't have great reasons. My reason is it looks weird, and that, and I'm going with it. I'm taking Florida State. So it, it, I'm not putting it on the final card because things like money differential and the home team in Tallahassee at night, but I, I, like, I like Clemson. I would lean Clemson. Okay. I'm uh, taking Florida State, which means planet Earth, go Clemson. Do okay, you. Perfect. Fade parade. <laughs> Fade parade. I got to put a warning label on the last game of the board picks because I love this game, and you know that's dangerous. Hold on. What are you, Utah? Utah. I love this game. Love Utah. So hold on. We're just going to hold hands and do this, and if the people want to fade it, fade it. Fine. We, you ready? This game loses. You explain how. Go ahead. Utah minus three over number seven USC. DJ Scratch. What? Because nobody, nobody walks into Rice Echo yes. Stadium and gets out alive. You ready for an against the spread? If you like trend betting, well, mon frere, let me tell you, we got a trend for you. Give it to him. So I want you to know that I did this, like, by hand. I went back through box scores. No one had this. I couldn't find it early in the week. Oh, you poor thing. I know. I got a notepad and a pen. Hand-counted stat. Utah is 23-1 and straight up as a home favorite since 2018. Done. They defend their home field. They are physical. We'll get to why that's bad for this specific matchup in a second. But I didn't stop there. I wanted to know what about night games. 15-1 and straight up as a home favorite at night since 2018. Mm. Okay. Well, we're playing with a spread. What was the deal there? I feel like we should be playing some Sade under this. <laughs> this is sexual. Go ahead. A little rasp in the voice. Yeah, yeah do it. My, Mike, they're 11-4 and four against the spread. It's Go a home favorite night. By oh. request and dedication. <laughs> this one's for a little lady who likes home favorites. The one loss they did have as a home favorite at night was to USC in 2020 COVID year. Erroneous. One point spread. Erroneous not, on both counts. Uh, exactly. So what I'm saying is... Utah at home at night is a favorite. You do not bet against the Utes. And you know what else? Blackout game. Mm-hmm. We're all wearing black, dark mode engaged. They're wearing the all blacks. They're wearing a helmet, jersey, pants combo. You, it, this is It's a Utes auto play. If you want to bet USC riding to the gates of hell and getting three, then, sir, I tip my cap. <laughs> Utah, play. This was the first game I saw. And you scan the card, and I went, wait, why? Utah. Circle it. Okay, and if you're someone who goes trend betting is fluky, it's a different fine, team, fine, it's a different season. Fine. Fine, but let me pile on, because, again, I love this bet. And this full warning label, if, you, if you've if you listened to me all season, maybe you're going USC. But I want to give you reasons. Utah, fewest yards allowed in the Pac-12. The best pass defense in the Pac-12. That's a great matchup against a pass-happy against USC Against a very team. shaky offensive yes, line. And, and and how about the deal, too? 
they can run it. Utah can't 200 yards a game. That's been USC's biggest weakness. Stanford and, and Oregon state showed us that. So you're also getting the money differential. Everything says, Hey, can I also Utah. throw this out there? And it's not, it's not a, a total equal, but no disrespect to Caleb Williams. It's not like they have a huge advantage over Cameron rising. Seriously. Cam rising is one of the most underrated quarterbacks in a country. You're getting him at home. Dark mode engaged. Also, he's one of the most infuriating quarterbacks to play against. Like, because he just makes something happen out of nothing. He's great with his feet. It's the Utes. That's it. I don't want to talk about it anymore. Okay. Utes. Okay. okay. Dark mode engaged. We move to the best of the rest. And there's more good games. We got a couple ranked games. Right, these still. are the off brand games. Yes, these and are they're the, still ranked. And, they're, and it's number 18, Syracuse, minus 13 and a half, hosting number 18, NC State. How weird is that, right? Mm-hmm. Look, Cuse undefeated. My man, Dino Babers, he, he's saving himself here. This scares the hell out of me. Now, look, the line is the line based on Devin Leary. Ended the game last week against Florida State. Shoulder in a sling. You're probably getting the backup in this game. Syracuse, this worries me a bit. Because I do, they are undefeated, but boy, they stole the Purdue game because Purdue got about 180 yards of penalties and 50 of them on the last play. They survived a very weird Virginia game, 22-20. Schrager, the quarterback, playmaker, you know, very um, helter-skelter, plays wild. The running back, uh, number 34, what the hell is his name? Thank you. Sean Tucker, excellent, unbelievable player. I can't believe he's at Syracuse. But here's my issue with this game. I would be betting on this based on home team at a minimum Again, it's Wednesday morning. If Devin Leary plays, he's going to be compromised. You don't have your arm in a sling for fun. NC State's defense is what really concerns me. Mm-hmm. Syracuse hasn't seen anything like it. NC State's defense got the best trio of linebackers in, in the ACC. Uh, these dudes hit. I mean, they are a physical bunch. Um, I go Syracuse here, though. I think the Dome will be sold out. I think it's going to be a hell of an environment. It's weird Syracuse is playing an afternoon game because they've basically become night owls as a program. I'm going to lay the three and a half. I just think when you look at this, I know what Syracuse has. I know my quarterback's healthy. I get the home field. And NC State, let's line it up again. Here's your gauntlet. Here's what you've been going through. I mean, just an absolute war against Florida State. You go to week prior, a war against Clemson. And now you got to go into the Tin Dome. I mean, a carrier, it's not called the Carrier Dome anymore, but it'll always be the Carrier Dome. Wait, it's not? It, no, it's a new, new sponsorship. Dude. The point is, if you've never been to Syracuse when they're good, guys, it's a noise level I can't explain. The whole thing is one big tin bam box. I'm taking Syracuse. I'm going to lay the three and a half and probably get destroyed. So go Wolfpack. So the most annoying thing is going to be all the Syracuse alums in the media that get to jump on board this, oh, this team. Please. But this is the sharp side. If you believe in the money differential stuff, they're the home team getting only 24% of the of the money, of the bets, but 67% of the money. So they're they're the team that's getting 43% money differential here. No, I'm going with it. Listen, But, dude, but the dude. only reason I'm not playing it is because I don't think they're any good, and that's my fear, is they just might not be very good. You just let me go on a soliloquy, okay. and your handicap consists of not great, Bob. Not great. <laughs> well, listen, I, I get why you want to play it. They're good pass defense, two weeks to prepare. They're the home team. I Nobody believes in. Right. Yeah. Okay, fine. I mean, if you're going to play a side, play Syracuse. I am. Okay. No, and, and again, if that a fade parade, you want to play, play NC State, play them. I'm, I'm going to take Syracuse.
The next matchup, number 16, Mississippi State, minus six and a half at number 22, Kentucky. Again, a top 25 game didn't even make the board. That's how good this weekend is. What's what's Will Levis' status here? Uh, We don't know day to day. That backup is terrible. 7.30 night game at Kentucky. I had a Kentucky listener say I need to show him more respect. And then they went out and lost to South Carolina. You had a Kentucky listener or we had a Kentucky listener? I had a Kentucky listener reach out and say, you got to show him more respect. Well, what am I? Well, what am I over here? You're not bro? on social media. Oh, my what, do you God. want him to write you a letter and mail it to you? No, you're right. I don't want to talk to anybody. Okay, go ahead. Keep perfect. Going. I look at this and I think there's actually a, a play for Kentucky here. Oh, God, help us. So Levis is day to day. I would need him to play for me to play this game. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, You call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this, it's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Knowing how to speak and understand a new language can be an invaluable tool when traveling, meeting new friends, or just even to master a new skill. But it's not always simple when you're bogged down by textbooks and structure classes. That's why so many people trust Rosetta Stone. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program available on desktop or as an app. It truly immerses you in the language you want to learn, like Spanish, French, Italian, Chinese, and more. You won't just be studying English translations. The Rosetta Stone intuitive process helps you pick up a language naturally, first with words, then phrases, then sentences. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com rs10. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com rs10 today. But Leach's team likes to throw the ball around, and Kentucky has a good pass defense. I get a home team getting nearly a touchdown. This is a good buy-low spot for Kentucky. And again, it's only if Will Levis plays what I play him. 
So this is a wait till you hear the status yes. of Levis? Yes. Go for it. And I don't have an issue. You did that last week with yours. I think this is a spot where I, I have say, no issue. Yeah. Jim, I, listen, we're, we're as upfront as it gets. I have no problem well, with you telling and, your audience you got to wait to see if the and, kid's going to play. And, and Mike, I get the line's going to move if he plays, so, but I'd still take him plus three, three and a half. Okay, I, yeah. That's what I needed to hear from you. Yeah. So basically, what Jim is telling you guys anything more than a field goal, I'm taking him. Wait till you find out about Will Levis. Take it anything north of three and a half. That's what you're saying? Yep. Okay. I am out on this game. I get it. It's a home dog. Respect. I want nothing to do with what I've watched from Kentucky. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, Kentucky listener. Your O-line stinks. Speaking of bad football. Let's roll, baby. Oklahoma Sooners. Boomer Sooner. Hey, man. Would this be four straight losses? Am I counting right? What? For them if they lose this game? Yeah. Four straight losses? It's, it's inconceivable. Minus nine as they host number 19, Kansas, on a backup quarterback. Yeah, and first things first, Jason Bean was very good last week. And I know he's the kid who beat Texas last year. Bean came in that game very good. It, it does suck. All my Kansas slander aside, I feel terrible for Jalen Daniels. Out for the season, blew his shoulder out. I hate seeing that. I can, I can make fun of a team. I cannot like a team. Jalen Daniels is a great story, not some highly recruited kid. You take all the bumps and bruises at Kansas. You finally, you're, you're, you're the man, and you're having a great year. No, I think it was going to catch up to him. It already had. You know, Iowa State shut him down. TCU wasn't going to allow him to do what he's been doing, but that sucks. He's out for the rest of the year. But you know what? Fuck Kansas. <laughs> Oklahoma minus nine. There's my handicap. <laughs> Blooms off the rose, bitches. Oklahoma. They can't lose four in a row. The line's ridiculous. They don't have to lose four in a row for you to lose the bet. Erroneous. <laughs> they, there's no, there's just... It makes no sense the line opened up at seven and a half. Unranked Oklahoma, who hasn't won since summertime, and Jim was running around in his cabana outfit against number 19, Kansas. But I think it's always easier for the backup quarterback to come into the game and surprise people and play well. But now a week's gone by. Everyone saw what you did, what set you ran, what Jason Bean did. Look, guys, OU can't be this bad. They can't. Now, I put something in the show prep, and Jim, do you want to access that here? Yeah, I can pull it up. I'm not a big S&P Plus guy. I think it's interesting, but It's I don't... a tool. That's how I yeah, view it. It's just I, one exactly. extra point. So Bill Connolly put this piece out there, and he basically wrote this as a request and dedication to Jim Anthony Costa, and it was all about how Oklahoma is one of the biggest underachievers versus the spread this season in the history of college football. So if I, if I say, hey, OU's favored by nine – and they lose by 10, they're a negative 19 against the number, right? Yeah, so here's the, the, the thing you reference. A three-game span in the last 30 years, Oklahoma's minus 98 against the spread. It's the fifth worst in the last 30 years. And it shows that the market, right, that the books haven't caught up to maybe what Oklahoma is. So am I riding into that? Yes. Do you, hold on. You really believe? it? There is, guys, this is, this is factual. It has never been harder to beat the books in college football than right now, and especially in volume. Mm -hmm. The numbers are tighter. They're more accurate. And as Bill Connolly writes, courtesy of ESPN.com, the books are reacting faster and more accurately than ever. So here's my thing. They still, after three weeks of that, very confidently Put Oklahoma out there at a big number. More than a touchdown. It stayed more than a touchdown all week, and now you got it at nine. 
I, I will tell you the TCU game last week, that was a physical bloodbath. Kansas players were dropping like flies and not just Jalen Daniels. This is Oklahoma at home, back against the wall, laying the nine. I'm doing it. I think the bloom is off the rose. Kansas has had the benefit of staying at home, playing a lot of flawed teams. They had been regressing. They, I think they, um, you know, I don't have to be politically correct here. I can just say it. I think they shot their wad last week, and I think they're, I think they're, they're going with an empty bag over to Norman, and I think we're going to clip these I, I mean, that, that, that was their big game day game, their big game day moment. They got an empty bag. <laughs> Oklahoma minus nine. I, you know what I appreciate is your conviction on this because nobody in America wants to bet Oklahoma. It's like 10% of the bets. Nobody wants to bet the Sooners. They've watched them play. Who's the big winner? Mikey okay. is. Oklahoma minus nine. I'm not, I'm not betting Oklahoma. Take your I'm birds. Not, no, I'm not taking them either. Take your birds with Jason Bean, a.k.a. Sideshow Bob, because he's got some great lettuce. Go ahead. Take no, the birds. No, next game. Minnesota, minus six and a half at number 24, Illinois. Is this not the most Big Ten game ever? I'm happy we have it on the sheet because noon, it is absolutely. Noon BTN. This is the branded BTN game, Minnesota, you, Illinois. You want a couple stats that show you just how grimy Big Ten it is? Only four running backs in the country have run for 100 yards in every game this season. Two are on this field, Chase Brown and, and Mo Ibrahim. Both these teams are top Three in total defense. It's just a bunch of can we just get, booth fights. Can we get guy here? Get me single bar face masks and, and players yeah. playing both ways. That's the only thing. This shit's missing. Go ahead. Oh, it's so beautiful. What, what's your read? Ibrahim's healthy, correct? I, I I mean, if you tell me he is, I'll believe you. Well, I mean, what Minnesota off the bye? Mm-hmm. He missed the game against Purdue. It's an ankle. I would assume, but you're not going to get the information today. If Ibrahim's healthy. Minnesota's a totally different team. So the, the over-under is in the 30s, as you'd expect, oh. as you'd expect, which means points at a premium. You gotta like, if you like the under, you have to like the dog. Well, and if you think it's going to be a classic Big Ten game, you have to like getting six and a half points. It was three and a half. It was quickly bet to six and a half. SP Plus says four-point game. So there's value on the Illinois side, value on taking them at home. And how about this stat on Minnesota? For as exciting as people are, you know, P.J. Fleck and how he's energized the program, are they – Built on a set of lies this year. Do you know the record of the opponents they've played this season? Oh, Christ. I mean, non-conference. I don't know if their opponents won a game. Then they played my Spartans, who were yep. in complete rebuild, mm-hmm. free-fall mode. Mm-hmm. I don't know, like 4-20? and 20? <laughs> 7 and 21. I and, wasn't and, that far and, off. And Purdue makes up four of those wins. Oh, I forgot about that. And the they Purdue lost game. by double digits in that game. So okay. the only team they played, the only team with a winning record, they lost. So, yes, the Illini, they're also one of those sharp side teams, so we'll take them. I'm rooting for you, buddy. I want no part of it, but I respect it, and I think you capped it right, and I think you're making an intelligent play. Which so. means play Minnesota. Minnesota 34-7. Okay. All right, let's keep going. This is another one of those warning label games for me. No, it's not. No. Because I'm, I'm enthusiastically no, on stop. board with stop. this. We're bringing this back. A, you should be listening to the Monday episodes because they're full-time. You're getting episodes Monday, Thursday, Friday, plus we're dropping a special sometime during the week for Thursday Night Football. Ready? For the first time since 2018, doing afternoon drive in Grand Rapids, Michigan, I would like to bring you <laughs> Cash the Ticket presents, FanDuel presents, Costa Lock. Do it right here confidently. And to show you, to show you my belief in the new Costa Locks, okay. the Costa Locks that hit. Oh, boy. Ready? Yeah. I'm all in on it. I hate this fucking team. I hate you for making me do this, but I'm doing it. 
Coastal minus 12 and a half. Go. Hosting Old Dominion Noon ESPNU. The Costa Lock is back, baby. Costa Lock. Here we go. My Shanta clears. Big time mismatch. I love this game. They've never lost at home. They never lose at home. McCall on the season, 15 touchdowns, one pick. That balanced, creative offense. If you've ever watched a Coastal game, you know what I'm talking about. They're and if you complete, haven't, start watching Coastal Carolina they're games. They're a complete pain in the ass. They are. Old Dominion, the team they're playing, very one-dimensional. They don't run it. Coastal's top 25 in sacks and TFL. I would play this game comfortably over 14. SP Plus says 16. This is one of those bloodbath blowout kind of games. Coastal hasn't had one of those really this season. This is the spot for them at home to feast on a one-dimensional team. And I feel a little bad stabbing Old Dominion in the back because they gave us that big win in the opening week. Oh, and better days. We're filled with hope and money line winners. But this is Coastal Carolina minus 12 and a half. I'm going to do this one time. Okay. No, seriously, I'm going to do this. I think think you're absolute poison right now, but I'm going to do it because I want you to understand there are people who love you and care about you, and we feel like we're losing you. I'm going to bring Jeff Van Vonderen in from, from intervention. <laughs> Jimmy, your Costa locks. Jim, get in the van. Get in the van and go to rehab. We'll play the soft music. You're on the airplane staring out the window. And on the bottom, it says, Jim Costa didn't listen and bet Coastal minus 12 and a half. He's currently residing in San Diego. Eight days clean. I'm going to bet Coastal with you. You know how much work I did on this game? Absolutely none. Oh, I'm boy. trusting you. Oh, boy. I'm trusting you. What it's on go, my card. What could go wrong? Everything. Wisconsin minus seven and a half at Michigan State, four o'clock Fox. I actually don't hate it. Um, Here's the deal. I'm not going to sell you some pipe dream. Just pull yourself out of any any, any notions and go, okay, team A is notably bad and fired their coach. New New coach comes in. We all believe it's Jim Leonard's gig. Beats the worst team Maybe in the last decade of the Big Ten in Northwestern. Mm-hmm. Agree? Mm-hmm. Okay. Team B is down six defensive starters. They've gone on the road to Washington as a Big Ten team. Nobody wins out West. Mm-hmm. Get embarrassed by Minnesota. I, I, that was one of the worst performances I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. Okay. Then they go and play Ohio State University. You could play the game on fucking Mars. MSU wasn't winning that game. Mm-hmm. But here's unpack the game. The one thing I will tell you that was encouraging was that they have not quit. There was a, you know, I know you mock this word. There was a vibe here. Oh, boy. No, no, no. All I'm saying is in college football, your energy and your commitment level and your, it it is, it's the backbone. And in this day and age we're playing in now, where if you don't make the playoff, your season is useless. Or team like SMU, four guys decided we just lost two games. We're going to the portal. I'm not seeing that from MSU. Now, real football stuff. I don't think Wisconsin's that good. I'm not telling you State's going to win the game, but is Wisconsin, should Wisconsin be laying seven and a half? I don't know, man. You're going to have a crowd because it's homecoming, so it won't be empty stadium theater like ABC it's good, pointed it's out. good note. Here's the other note that matters, though. Last week, two – now, again, they're down now six defensive starters. Their two top defensive players might be back this week. Jacob Slade, who's the anchor of that D-line, and, and really is a – he's the best D-tackle in the Big Ten in my world. And then Xavier Henderson, who's the quarterback at a secondary, very versatile, better at the line of scrimmage than center field. And if you're playing Wisconsin, you need that. 
Both guys were in uniform and warmed up last week. They haven't played since week one or two. You get those two guys, and again, I don't know if they're, I would assume they're back. Jim, all I'm saying is sometimes you overvalue teams and undervalue teams. Like, we talk about Oklahoma, and you're like, damn, can they lose four games in a row? MSU's at home, and if you're going to win or going to play up, this is your spot. It's homecoming. Mertz stinks. If Jacob Slade is back, you are going to stop the run. I don't have an issue with MSU's run run stopping. Mm-hmm. You're smiling, which really hurts my feeling. I'm just trying to no, give no, no, a no. cap here. I, and I, I'm, I'm happy that you are. I'm happy that you haven't just thrown Michigan State in the dumpster for the season, that you're still going to legitimately look at them every week and see if there's a value, okay? Oh, but I, I laugh when you say vibes because – the vibes are eight straight drives ending in the end zone until they call the dogs off. It's Ohio State, man. No, I know, but, like, the vibes. we uh, Defeated with dignity, is that what we're doing now? No, it was an energy. Players still supporting each other. Players, you know, like when they made a big play. Okay. I just, you see it all the time watching college football. You see the teams who don't really want to be there. I just wanted to bring up that, like, hey, they tried some new things on defense. There were a couple miscommunications. It's going to happen. They're playing a lot of young kids. Fine. But at least I saw an effort quotient. That's all I was saying. So, again, I don't know how you play Michigan State. I'm not they've, saying I am. Okay, they've lost four straight by double digits. I'm saying I would never bet Wisconsin laying seven. And okay, and that's, that's a fair read. That's a fair read. You go, should they really be more than a touchdown favorite on the road in a stadium where there will be other people cheering against them? No, probably not. At least until we're down 17. Okay. No, I just I wanted to make note of it. It's, 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 a, it's a game. It involves my team, and I and just— we got Spartan fans that listen. And I don't want people blindly betting Wisconsin, oh, well, State sucks. It's like, dude, I'd be very careful what? A week ago, were you ready to say Wisconsin should be favored by a touchdown over anybody? Graham Mertz is horrible. The only thing I'd say, are they going to rally around Jim Leonard? Is it more than a one-game thing? It, this this would be a good spot to figure it out. Jim Leonard is a hell of a defensive coach. It's his gig. It's very possible. I okay. just say, hey, take note. Carry on. We'll move along. I don't want to be patronized anymore. All right. Saturday night, double dip. I want to do both these games at the same time. Florida minus, I think it's three now. Florida minus no, no, three. No thinking. Okay. Chiba Pet 420. I guess what the hell Demands live. It is three. Okay. 11 a.m. Wednesday morning. Okay. It is three per Fandle. Florida minus three, hosting LSU. That's 7 o'clock ESPN. The other night game, same time, opposite. Notre Dame minus 16 and a half. Hosting Stanford, does either game interest you? You tell me first. I want to see if we're thinking alike okay. or if I'm, I'm already in the fade position. So LSU is the sharp side in the LSU game. They're the SP plus side, but we talked about them on the Monday. They're radioactive. If Dude, that's how they, you play out of a team meeting. What they did to you last Saturday was criminal. So I, I'm not, I would bet LSU, but I, I don't think I can. And then the other game, it's just too many points for Notre Dame. Is it? It is. Here's the thing. Notre Dame looks like they figured some stuff out. Okay. And we talk about overvalued, undervalued. Here's here's the problem. At a certain point, you are what you are. Stanford, a devastating one-point loss to Oregon State. It's, it is Pac-12 flying east. I know it's a night game, so less of a factor. Right. Stanford just turns the ball over in the most excruciating ways. I'll give David Shaw credit. They've completely changed the offense. They're running that slow delay mesh point like Wake Forest. I give them credit. That is not what he wants to do. It's not what Stanford's been built on, but they're desperate. You know what Stanford's problem is defensively? What? They don't have any athletes. No, I'm serious. Well, it's not going to change. No, and it's a lot of what Michigan State is a problem with, is that it's youth, and frankly, we don't have the athletes. 
Notre Dame, yeah, the number's inflated. What is it, 17 currently? Uh, it was 14 and a half. It's up to 16 and a half. Live. Um, if you're demanding, Mike, you must pick one of these games. I would take Notre Dame. I'd lay the points. I, I have no faith in Stanford coming east. <sighs> But I'm not. I'm not playing either. No, I just you bring them up. You cannot get me to bet LSU or Florida. They're they're two of the bigger games Saturday nights. The only reason I bring can them I, up. Can I bring up a shit game? Yeah. Because I'm really still angry at you for Northern Illinois. Yeah. And I just demand this. You're our maxing guy. You went to a max school. Oh boy, this, I, I have no prep on this. Go ahead. Your max sources. Okay. Well, hey, by the way, hey, Jim's people in DeKalb. Fuck you. That's my official state. Fair enough. Kent State, Toledo. In T-Town, at the Glass Bowl, the Denarian Finn experience. Here's my, here's my problem. Toledo's laying nine. I originally thought Kent State would be really, really good. And I like Sean Lewis. I love the offense they run. Kent's a complete nightmare to play against. They played a gauntlet non-conference. They played Oklahoma. They play, they play a brutal non-conference. Jim, here's the problem. They've been dog shit. What is wrong with Kent State, and am I wrong to want to give them one more crack at a plus nine in a game where Earth is on Toledo? What's the problem here with Kent? I think Sean Lewis is one of the most talented young coaches in America. Why are they two and four? Why are they such shit? You're right. I mean, early in the season, they hung with Washington and they hung with Georgia. They they beat Ohio. Who's and they better. hung with Oklahoma. Yeah, I mean, they're better than Ohio, who who I didn't think was very good, but has proven to be at least decent to start the season. Last week, they lost to Miami of Ohio, who's down a backup quarterback. I don't know what to tell you because the MAC is the ultimate pit of average. There aren't any great teams in the MAC. Toledo, in theory, should be one of them. They should be a really good defense with a mobile Q- QB, and Finn's been playing better this season. They just weren't impressive against Ohio, and they weren't impressive favorites. against CMU either. To be honest, that's my team playing down. I, I, I don't think Toledo's anything special. What's the spread in this? Uh, uh, Eight or nine? Kent is getting nine. I just feel you, how, like, how, how about this? How about this? I don't see this very often. Ninety-seven percent of the bets are on Toledo. I had to ask you. We like so, to do one Mac game a week, and I wanted to put it out. If there. you're itching for something, I guess you're taking Kent State. And again, I, I I shouldn't say they've been such shit. It's just they played so well against Georgia. They played well against Oklahoma for about two and a half quarters. And Washington, I thought they acquitted themselves nicely. And then you're like, all right, well, who have they beaten? It's like, I don't know, City College of New York. They didn't cover as a favorite against Ohio. And last week I was bitterly disappointed because to me, that's a game you win. Gabbert's out for the year for Miami, Ohio. That's a get-right spot for you. And they lose. And you're like, maybe they're just not good. But that's my biggest problem with the MAC right now. And I do check it every week. And I just don't feel confidently about any team. Like, you're right. They didn't cover against Ohio. They they had to go to overtime in that game. They had to rally in the fourth quarter. So I don't feel good about anybody in this. So I guess maybe if you use that, you take points. All right. Real quick, couple late-night games. We're Team Petros Papadakis on this We got to get a statue of Petros in the studio. Well, I'm going to get a framed picture. I'm going to do you one better. Okay. Um, You know, Air Force, horrific performance against Utah State. Lagos, the backup, cut them apart. I just didn't like what I saw. They're at UNLV. They're laying 10. I, I'm not I'm not doing it. Um, the game that interested me a little bit, this is a tough spot, though. San Jose State going to Fresno State. This might be the Petros game. It is. He's working this game. This is the Papadakis yes, game? Yes, yes. If you stay up late, 1045 on FS1, you'll get Petros. The problem, look, San Jose State's actually good um, by Mountain West. You want to talk about pit of average? The Mountain yeah. West had a terrible year. I really thought Air Force was going to be, by service academy standards, spectacular. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're not. 
And San Jose State has risen up to maybe be the team that wins this. Now, they go to Fresno. We love Fresno. We just don't love them without Jake Hayner. They've been bad. Well, he suffered the injury against USC. Why? Because I bet him and needed him. <laughs> um, and he hasn't been back. They flew out. You could tell they didn't want to They didn't, didn't want to be there against UConn and Storrs, Connecticut. And the backup hasn't been good. Bob Fife or whatever his Logan name is. Logan Fife. And Zero he's been worse. touchdowns, four picks. And, and each game, it's been worse. It looks like San Jose State or pass, but here's the problem. This spread opened up at four and a half. It's currently sitting at, what, eight and a half? Yeah. FanDuel Live. Sure. Chiba Pet 420. Um, look, you might lean Fresno here. Fresno's never in a position of being a home dog. I don't know if San Jose State, just because they're good and they can go win the game, are they really ready to go on the road and lay a touchdown? I only bring it up because this is a fun bit we do with the Petros game, and Petros's energy is what's going to keep your eyes open at 11 o'clock at night. People, if you haven't watched the Petros game, you are going to get, if you have any friends who abuse Adderall, you're going to get an unbelievable laser beam of energy blasting out of your TV set at 11 o'clock at night. Petros will call this game like it is game seven of the World Series. He will call this game like it's Michigan-Ohio State. Petros gives you everything he's got his hair will be beautifully quaffed, and he is just going to deliver. This dude is the fucking mailman. Petros Papadakis. It's a lean on Fresno as a home dog. I'm not playing it, but we absolutely owe the audience the Petros preview. Yeah, and your, your, your reads on it is right. I mean, I would take the home team. I don't love the quarterback, but you're getting more than a touchdown. And you had some crazy stat, like Fresno does very well in these home games. Aren't they retiring, like, Devontae Adams' jersey? Oh, halftime. You're right. Devontae? Hold on. Do the Raiders have a bye week? Hold on. Hold on. If the Raiders have a bye week, Devontae's going to be in the house. You can't lose in front of Devontae Adams. He'll fucking kill you. He just pushed down a camera. <laughs> what are you, crazy? You can't lose. They'll be out there shoving people to the ground. They'll take the Fresno State mascot and give him the people's elbow. Yeah, they are on bye this week. Oh, Devontae's going to be in the house. Man, dude, Derek Carr's going to be in the house. Both of them. Holy shit. Okay, yeah, we take Fresno and, and Petra. Well, I don't are we adding it to the card? No, that, okay, we will okay. deliver an emergency pod. <laughs> but I'm telling you. It's a lean. Look out, cameramen. Okay. The last thing we have on here is the kibble bowl, then we'll give our final cards. Come on, man. Not again. Are we doing this every week? Because this is this is two teams in the blowout index, which means they're both awful teams. I defeated you in the kibble ball with Colorado State, and I don't even feel good about it because I, I needed two defensive touchdowns and a field goal at the buzzer to do it. You know what it is, though? It's almost like because Colorado State won, the loser belt goes to Nevada. Yeah. And now they take that belt into Honolulu to play Hawaii. It's Nevada minus six and a half. I'll be honest with you. Nevada was such the superior team to Colorado State last week. They were. There was that weird lateral fumble six, and then that's where I signed off and went to sleep. Um God help me. I'd take Nevada laying the six and a half on the, uh, out on the island. I, I think too. Hawaii's a shipwreck. Yep. Tawa Tua, Tua Tawa, whatever the running back's name is for Nevada, he's good. I don't think Nevada's quarterback is terrible either. The 6'8 oak tree who can run around. No, they gave that game to Colorado State. Completely. Um, I cannot bet this game. It does start at midnight. I can't. I can't. But if you're asking the kibble ball, you want to do a personal sweatshirt bet on this, I would, but you're on the same side as me. So, All right, is. guys. Rate, review, subscribe. Um, I'm happy to do some mailbag stuff when you leave the reviews. I guess we could test drive it there. Uh, we, we may be dropping some extra episodes. I know Bama and Tennessee, if we get some more injury updates. Let's go over the final card. Um, I'll, look, Discipline Mike in the building. I'm going, where's my card? Here it is. 
Utah minus now these lines for Chiba Pet 780. Utah minus three. Oh, we didn't cover this game. Timeout. Brief. 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 Yeah. I like Arizona getting 14 and a half from UW. Don't you feel like the bloom's off the rose with UW? Sell it. Well, I, I just look. Arizona's got Deloria, the kid from Washington State. They sling it all over the yard. It's a good team to try to keep up. Yeah, and again, you're giving me north of two touchdowns. It opened at 15 and a half. I'm getting 14 and a half. Washington secondary is not great. They are not the team we thought they were. Yeah, and they scuffled with Arizona State already. Yeah, and you oh, scuffled. They lost. They lost. It's different than scuffling. They threw themselves down a flight of stairs. You get a huge money differential if you give a shit about stuff like that. 27% of the tickets, 60% of the money. It's It just it jumped out at me. It okay. jumped out at me as a big number, high-scoring game. No, it, I like it. And I always I worry do like about it. teams. Once the bloom's off the rose, what kind of effort are we getting? So I, I, I want it, I'm adding that. That is a play for me. So okay. here's the card, and let's wrap this puppy so Evan doesn't have the uh, 12 Commandments episode. Utah minus three. Arizona plus 14 and a half. FSU plus three and a half. God, that's going to be a loser. OU minus nine. Cuse Lane three and a half. And the Costa Lock. Coastal minus 12 and a half. All right, here's my card. Michigan minus six and a half. Utah minus three. That's a warning label game. Oklahoma State plus three and a half. Coastal Carolina minus 12 and a half. The return of the Costa Lock. Illinois plus six and a half. Kentucky. This is one of those you got to see Will Levis play, but anything north of three and a half, I'm with them at home at night, and I'll tell you on Arizona. Let's roll. Guys, that's the episode. We'll get you the NFL one coming out in a day. Let's rock and roll. Let's have a good time this weekend. Great college football on tap. Be responsible. Don't be a ding-dong. Nobody wants to end up in a dumpster. That's Cash the Ticket. We'll talk to you tomorrow.